pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back to your Kinetic Belief Podcast for Manifesting Your Abundant Life. I'm so glad to have you back with us today. I'm Stephen Canyon. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Follow us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. And also, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And if you would like to be on the Kinetic Belief Podcast as much as we would like for you to be, the number to call is 720-626-8649. 720 726 Hi, Maggie. Hey, Stephen. Welcome back. Thank you. Where have you been? With you. Airboating. <laughs> it, it, was, was, it was crazy fun, wasn't it? It was. It's always a, a bit of a, a conundrum, if I think, you, when we go airboating. If you ever have... Mm-hmm. Guys and girls out there, an opportunity to go <laughs> airboating. You must, you must yeah. do it. It was so fun just to see the birds and the flowers and the trees. When well, you and think the, that it's going to be a little bit of a of an an adrenaline infused outing, but it's not. It becomes so peaceful and just so surreal. We're talking about in the Everglades down in Florida, yeah. but it was so beautiful. Mm, beautiful. And you know something that I really liked, and I'm sure you saw and kind of noticed the same thing. Mm. Off in the distance, you would see one little white thing. It's just out there all by itself. Mm-hmm. And you would head to it and get and keep going in the direction of it to find out it's just one lone flower. Yes. All by its little lonesome out in the middle of this, yeah. this marsh area. Yeah. A perfect white lily. A perfect white lily. Yeah. It was so poetic. And, it was poetic. It's a great word for it. You're wearing headphones, so the noise is kind of, you know, it's in the background. It's very quiet. But you, what an opportunity to meditate. And I was mm-hmm. just thinking, you know, we talk about forest bathing a lot, but this is swamp bathing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I highly recommend it. It was, it was extraordinary. Can we please call uh, today's podcast <laughs> swamp, swamp bathing? <laughs> swamp bathing. <laughs> the it, curiosity alone. But how appropriate, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. I love that. Well, and I, I guess I'm just in a real poetic mood right now mm. after spending the, the, yes. the morning doing that. It was really, really stunning, really beautiful. The, the vibrant colors and the, the moss, the Spanish moss that hangs off all the trees. And it was, it was a lot more spiritual than I anticipated. And I'm hearing music. I'm sure you're seeing, you're seeing palettes of opportunity to paint. Yes, and, you read my and, mind. Yeah. Yes, you know me. If you were, if you were going to go and paint right now, what mm. do you think you would be inspired? Or do what kind of what would the image be? Not just a swamp. No, definitely. But um, we saw so many things. The out lilies, there. the water lilies mm-hmm. the, the, that you hit on it first thing, and that was it because they they were just so perfect. Not, I mean, there wasn't even a little tear or anything on them. They were just so perfectly uh, preserved, and they were they were vibrant white against that backdrop, and it was. Well, there was just so much beautiful. to see. You'd have like a lone, and I guess it was a cypress, perhaps the cypress tree. Was that what it was? When it's sitting out there. All by itself, and then around it, you would have the lilies, yes. and then you would have like one kind of flower, one type of bird, and oh, the, the the 
all the the wildlife different yes. types of birds it was yes. extraordinary wasn't it oh it was stunning it was stunning and i liked how how large the birds were and then they would sort of fly up and and sort of fly along with you and it was again just <laughs> it was not what i was expecting it was way more spiritual very poetic speaking of poetry do you have maybe a favorite poet there's so oh, many right we, yes we cover quite a few but. yeah and i used to read poetry a lot more many years ago but um gosh I, I would probably say that my favorite poem at least is is the road not taken robert frost ah robert frost yeah i love that poem i thought you might say john muir oh he's he's wonderful too i i didn't even think about that <laughs> now there's a tie <laughs> yeah and walt yeah, whitman yeah. is is great it's amazing though how those three poets are, are incredibly similar you know they're very inspired by nature and even uh, transcendentalism as well and and so well, that wanna, would be tough i don't want to put you on the spot but you know and a little bit of the poem or what no it's way. what it's about do you know what he's talking do you remember well, you know, I, I just remember that in the poem itself, it was it was just highly descriptive of of the na- the setting of nature, and and again, I wish I could. I mean, I don't have it. I haven't read it in so long, but but it, it really, I think sometimes when we observe nature as as common folk, it's hard to put it into words. And these poets do such a beautiful job of sort of doing it for you. And, you know, helping you mentally capture what that feels like. Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou. We talk about her all the time. She's, mm. she's what a what a connoisseur, really, of just like the human condition she was. Such a sweet, sweet uh, uh, spirit as sweet well. Spirit, I had an opportunity. Yes. I, had, I was so blessed to get to know her personally. We watched one of her performances one time. Um, and it was it was so intense. Mm-hmm. The, the intensity of her delivery of her, of her poetry was phenomenal and now john muir you could say that he is in many ways a father of our national parks and forests yes and was instrumental in really turning the attention i think it was mm-hmm. the roosevelt at the time yes. president roosevelt to, to start setting aside lands for yeah. protection because of how gorgeous the scenery yes uh, so grateful was. for that right, right? I mean, just that ability to go out there and know it's it's preserved and we have access to it it's it's a huge gift well, you were asking me about my favorite poem. What about you? What do you have a favorite? How, how can you even begin to say this? What a favorite poem is? I know. It's just the richness <laughs> of so many. It's kind of like art, and, yes. and well, it is art and music, and it's just so tough to to nail something. John Muir, okay, he, yeah, just yes. a simple, simple one that he he entitled. It was the mountains of California, and it's and it just simply said, "Climb the mountains and get their good tidings. Nature's peace." will flow into you as sunshine flows into trees. Mm-hmm. The winds will blow their own freshness into you and the storms their energy, while cares will drop away from you like the leaves of autumn. Mm-hmm. That really speaks to the healing powers of nature, doesn't it? It absolutely does. And I think he was back, wasn't he, around the turn of the, the uh, into the 20th century, I think. Ooh, I think so. Back I in the, know. I don't know, he was, but anyway, beautiful, beautiful Oh, work. I enjoyed her. Yeah poetic conversation well i'm just excited about today and and stirred up and that's a good to come into the podcast already being meditatively stirred up into that that place of insightfulness and appreciation and gratitude for the world that we're in the life that surrounds us the beauty of everything that we can just fall into the podcast really feels like a space doesn't it that we all sort of enter into i love Mm, this idea that. that we're meeting 
the other kinetic believers in this space every day. It's such a gift. We, Speak, we come in here yeah. in the, the best the best way possible, right? <laughs> yes, the and, best. <laughs> and we leave in the best form possible. That's so as well. true. And speaking wow. of other kinetic believers, we do have a question that was that was sent in from Monica. And Monica's from El Salvador. And she is asking, she says, I've been a, kin- a kinetic believer for over a year now, and my life has changed in so many positive ways. My income has tripled, well, due to a part-time business that I started. I have a man in my life. He's also a KB, and we champion, celebrate, and encourage each other. We are really loving life together. My question is, I've been using the five modalities of kinetic belief, and my business is really beginning to take off. Actually, it's exploding. There are so many things that I can be doing for my business, but I'm just not sure what actions I should be choosing first in alignment with my kinetic belief. Is there a key to knowing the best order for the actions I should be taking to manifest my, as you say, sweatless business? Thank you, Monica. Isn't that so true? Just, you know, even though just being entrepreneur to ourselves, you, you get to the place where... You, there, there are many, many things that show up all at once. And <laughs> like, you could just see the little thing saying, here, over here, take care of me first. No, take care of me first. Yes. What, what, what do you, how do you know what to put your hands to first? Because yeah. if you're not careful, and as an entrepreneur, you, you've heard the, the term putting out fires. Mm-hmm. Basically, that means I've put this action I should have taken last week off so long, it starts to flame a little bit. And you do this long enough, and all you have is little fires all around you. These are actions that you're taking, and your action, your whole day is spent putting out fires. Well, that's not the best life. Right. Because <laughs> eventually your hair is on fire. <laughs> you're, you're, a fire you're running around. You're just a fire person chasing after alarms. <laughs> yes. Why? Because I'm an entrepreneur. How do you like me I'm now? I'm a small business owner. I'm a small business owner. So, so there actually is a way to get out front of the the fires, and to and to have some some uh, preparedness where uh, working on your best life. Well, and and is you, concerned. I love I love how you phrase some of that because it is funny when we ask for wisdom and we ask for in- inspiration. Um, as a kinetic believer, you know that sometimes it comes in the form of an avalanche. And, you know, you have pages and pages and pages of notes of ideas and things you can do. And, and you're like, yay, I know how to do this. And then, oh, my God. Oh, you asked for it. Well, here's the dump truck. Where do you want it? Exactly. Oh, my God. I live in an apartment. I don't right. know where to put that. <laughs> exactly. So great question, Monica. Yeah, well, actually, Monica, you know, the best actions for attracting manifestations are, they're, it's going to be that those that are in alignment, which you kind of already said you mentioned the modalities mm. the actions that are in alignment with your calibrated kinetic belief mm. Love that word. the modalities calibrated, calibrated s- synchronized it, because action is one of the keys to attracting anything that you can imagine it's not enough just to cut out pictures it's not enough just to imagine and be grateful it's not enough to sit around talking about it there comes a time where action is part of the equation mm. So how do we know what action we, we should be taking first? Because, look, there is tremendous power in knowledge. We're going to need some knowledge. Yeah. Enlightenment is something that happens to the one seeking wisdom. Hmm. Seeking wisdom. Enlightenment transforms awareness. Awareness to what action I need to be taking. It displaces 
the, the ego of consciousness with your higher being. And so, Monica, it's going to be the virtue of life that displaces um, actions or actually places actions in a proper order. It's going to be the virtue of your higher being that is going to give you this insight, the wisdom of, of the holistic feeling of abundance, of prosperity, of blessing, to know what to do when you don't know what to do. Mm. And in so many other ways, when we're talking about the modalities of kinetic belief, when we're talking about action being in the, the calibrated alignment with the other modalities, for example, the virtue of life will displace sickness. It will displace disease and poverty and bitterness, depression. Virtue is the essence of good quality. Virtue is the essence of knowing what to do. It's the essence of knowing, of having the wisdom of knowing what action to put your hands to. Even when it makes, there's no reasoning, there's no logic to it. Mm. You might have a business partner, if they're not a kinetic believer, hands on the hip, what are you doing? <laughs> Are you insane? And you, that's where you just you just give them the link to the podcast. And say start it episode one. You, you might be too busy to try to, to try to explain <laughs> yourself, because a mm. lot of people misunderstand virtue, and especially when you're you're talking to a, a new KB, for example, and you bring up virtue, and they just think in terms of it being something like good behavior. Oh, you're a virtuous person. You must be really nice. Mm. Virtue is the essence of your higher being, where the substance of life is good. And so to an onlooker, it, it may look like you're just a good person, and so you've got good virtue. But it's an essence. It's an essence of your higher being. It's the quality of joy. It's the quality of happiness, the quality of abundance and healing, the virtue of your best life. And I think it's, it's really vital that you get that. Well, and I, I love how you said that the action that you're going to choose, that it's it's not going to be based in reasoning. And I, and I love that concept because, you know, my first thought when we started talking about action is I always have a little bit of a struggle making sure that I'm not just doing just the action as well, that I'm not just doing this, trying to do this of my own sweat, my own merit. Um, but when you, when you don't attach reasonings to it, like you're, like you're telling us right now, and you're making sure that it's a, it's a byproduct that the action is an effect of the cause of kinetic belief, that's going to protect us from that temptation just to roll up our sleeves and blindly work a very hard void of faith, void of belief. Yes, and there is a there is, and don't misunderstand. There is the the proper place for wisdom to understand the the order of the actions according to and in alignment with virtue. Reasonings in the negative sense is is the understanding or the working out through a competitive sense of purpose, an action that will win or lose the day. Mm. And so it, wow. there is a uh, there is an understanding, not a reasoning, but an understanding in the order of the action that's going to come from the wisdom of virtue. Right. And so I, I, it. it I think maybe through the unfolding of this entire yes. podcast, we might get that across. But. Well, it's already helping so much, the idea of making sure that it's just one of the modalities that we, that you're working on, that holistic focus. <laughs> instead, instead of all five of them. <laughs> right. Well, I, oh, I said that wrong. <laughs> oh, no, I <laughs> Did I say it wrong? It right. no, <laughs> Did no, I say no, it backwards? No, <laughs> no it, is, it is the one that we're working on to, to put it in its proper place yes. with all the modalities. Right, okay. <laughs> so, well, for example... If, if you've been told that you have an incurable disease, 
all right? Mm-hmm. The virtue of your highest being will heal your body. It's not the, the knowledge of the disease, but it's the virtue of your higher being that, that brings the holistic wisdom for the healing into your, into your, into your presence. Wow. If you're in financial lack, you need, you need more money for whatever reason. The virtue of your life source will attract wealth into your life. It's a higher vibrational uh, place of being. Whatever it is that you desire, if you desire to know what actions that you should be taking first with your new business, imagine and believe in the present tense with the forward momentum of actions, with an unwavering commitment, your desire to manifest this new business, which I know you've been working on, Monica, you I'm sure because you're a KB that you've done the imaginative work. You have this 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 wonderful uh, blueprint of this this uh, the size of this thing that you're working toward, and you've got the desire and the gratitude, and you're already speaking the language of it, and you're putting your hands to something. That's why you have the question. So there's you are putting your hands to a thing, and I would say also know this that in alignment all your modalities working, regardless of what you put your hands to, it will be blessed. So now the order of, of actions becomes less important to wow. keeping it alignment with your modalities, your kinetic beliefs, because remember, you've got authority and you are empowered to succeed. You have authority and dominion and you are powerfully attracting success in your life. So whatever you're putting your hand to, becomes the right thing because you are aligned in your modalities. So this is a huge light bulb moment because obviously the, the, the thing that can be so crippling to to many of us is this idea that, uh, I want to make the right decision. What if I make the wrong decision? What if I do the wrong thing? What if I, I want to do the right thing? And that completely obliterates that concept. And it's replacing it with this, it's really a concept of grace and success and victory, you know, assumed victory because it's you. I love that it's attaching to you. Because you are empowered to succeed. So the, yeah, there's wow. not a right decision and a wrong decision in that place of holistic success. The, the, by mm-hmm. you making the decision, the decision it becomes the right decision. That's almost delicious, that concept, isn't it? It makes you feel so good and so at peace. Well, you are, you're operating in a high vibrational, attracting, um, uh, your, your highest being is working to, to transform your life. And it's from that place then that you don't have to hurry. There's no worry. There's always, you're operating in peace and happiness and joy. Why? Because you, you always succeed. Mm. You cannot fail when you've got your five modalities calibrated and aligned working in that high, highest vibrational uh, place of attracting, this, this place of attracting where nothing is missing and nothing is broken. Because look, whatever it is that you desire and you imagine and you believe in the present tense with the forward momentum of action, doing something. The, what it is isn't, isn't as important as the doing. So, and you're doing it with an unwavering commitment. Your desire it will manifest when implemented by the action. So, someone shared this proverb with me when I was a teenager, and I have never forgotten it. And it simply says, all thy youth, once you've determined the mission within your soul, let nothing arrest your steps. In other words, the steps being your action, let nothing stop you from acting. Fear is the only thing that would ever turn you mm-hmm. or cause you to stop and quit and cave in. That you're fearful, I'm doing the wrong thing. 
You cannot, as a KB, do the wrong thing as long as you are working toward the thing you've imagined and desired with gratitude. Let nothing arrest thy steps. Wow, that's great. I like how it even says the word let, because that, that's indicating it's really up to us. It's a decision. <laughs> Whether or not yeah. you're going to let Uncle Joe and them talk you out of it. Right. If you're going to let the news of the day talk you out of it, mm-hmm. cause you to become fearful and worry and doubt whether or not it's going to work. Translated, actually, it simply means once you've determined your purpose for living, don't let anything get in the way of your actions. So how can you know what actions to take? I mean, what is the sequence? Should I do this first? Should I do it at all? Is it more important? Is it less important? All of these are measurements or beliefs that are going to be uh, constructed from the ego. And so we, it's a mm-hmm. transformation of the way of thinking. It's, there's not an order, first, second, third, fourth, mm-hmm. beyond if, if you need a license to operate, go get the license. You know, these <laughs> right. are, those are the fundamentals. That's not what we're talking about because yeah. to, to pare actions down even a little further, the beginning to determining the mission, okay, the purpose, the genius of purpose within you that was created within your soul, was a desire that was seeded in you. It was given to you. That was created as part of you. Mm. And to your genius of purpose. And so we ask ourselves, what is it that I desire? Monica's already done this part of the work, it sounds like. And then, but then you answer the question fearlessly. What do you desire more than anything else? What is it that you are now wanting to be entertained with your curiosity? Wanting to experience and to enjoy putting your hands to. Well, and I have to say you're constantly, you know, helping us understand why labels can be so detrimental. And I, I've never even considered the idea that that labeling actions as big, small, important, unimportant can be a huge block to even knowing what mm-hmm. you're supposed to do. And so I, I feel like you're taking us in the back way, <laughs> the, the right way <laughs> to understanding um approaching actions with the right mindset, the right posture, getting rid of labels, yet again, getting rid of labels. That is such a good point, Meg, because what you're doing when we're creating labels is you're creating a story of consequences. Mm. Mm. Consequences, a, a, a narrative of what others think or what others will say. Don't fa- We don't factor in cost. We just, the, the question is, that we answer is, what do you desire? Mm. Not, is it possible? But what is it? What is the extravagance of that thing? Because this, and the the reason this is important is in part of the uh, calibration of our modalities of kinetic belief is because it is going to bear out the actions. And so if we get ahead of, of this particular, like this question, and we just determine the action, then all of a sudden we come up with excuses for failure. Well, the action I want to take is to go down to the bank and ask for a loan, but my credit isn't good enough, so I guess I can't have my business. Well, that was out of alignment. Yeah. So the the modalities of kinetic belief say, first of all, what what do you desire? What is your imagination? See, that's before the action. Interesting that reasonings are always ushering in fear. You know, the example you just gave of the bank you you literally cannot go through the reasoning process without basing it in fearful thoughts. It's it's they go hand in hand. So it's just you can't avoid that. That's wow. Mm. Reasonings are ex- the same thing as excuses. If we are if we are 
working from the working from the con- mental constructs of consequences there is always going to be the the objection the other side of the why you can't why you shouldn't mm. why it won't work out right. but what we do is the higher being transcends the egoist self of reasonings and it there is no failure yeah. because the kb understands that if you can imagine it it's possible for you if you can desire it, it already exists, and all that's left is to attract it into your life, for it to be manifested to where you can enjoy it. The way you're describing this process, you can really see how it's going to innately and naturally, organically expand our mental territory and expand that vision. Because the other way around, everything is sort of pigeonholed, and it's just this tiny little glimpse of what we maybe want to do or should do. And so this is really is broadening our scope. Most people get caught up and tripped up with just the idea of actions. Uh, How often does someone say, for example, if they're not able to pay their bills, there's not enough money left over at the end of the week to get through the weekend? what What is the question they typically ask? What am I going to do? Well, the doing is the action. What am I? What action am I going to take? And then the answer to that is going to be, well, typically, I don't know what to do. To fix the problem because they're trying to fix a problem from the negative. And all you can come up with is a negative solution to a negative problem. Wow. Problems are solved where the problem doesn't exist anymore, which comes from the imagination of all things being possible, mm-hmm. where we manifest greatness and health and purity and life. Life blossoms and it expands into more territory. And so rather than focusing on the issue of the problem, we're focusing on the vision in the mm-hmm. present tense of now. And that sounds like you're, are you really talking when you talk about um, the way that we're approaching that? Is that, that seems like it would directly correlate with the high vibration, with the alignment. Is that, is that correct? That's correct. Because what we're doing is laying out the, the canvas. You're an artist. Mm-hmm. We're laying, we're put, we've got the canvas before us. Yes. And on the canvas... Of our, this called the canvas one of our desire. This is a canvas of desire mm. to be scribed upon <laughs> by that. the virtue of our higher being. Yeah. Within the coded messages, the unction for action will become self-evident. The, the coded messages are going to become illuminated as we begin uh, putting the, the imagination on this canvas and working through the desire on this canvas. And it's almost like that magic eye. Remember the books and you would look at it and kind of cross your eyes and you'd see a dolphin come out and a whale come out and <laughs> yes. other little things come out. Yes. That's the canvas of desire that we're working on. That's And within the code of that, maybe it's ones and zeros, but whatever it is, it's in the universe. Mm. Encoded in that is action. And it's an unction for action. And it may be if, for example, if you've got a a uh, a bone spur in your wrist because you're a violinist. Maybe the action that is coming out of the universe is to put on this crystal bracelet and wear it for a month and those that bone spur disappears. So now the action isn't as important as the obedience to the unction in your spirit that has been, been encoded in the canvas of desire that's coming into you and into your wisdom and into your knowledge and you don't know how where it came from. It's beyond you. It's wisdom that came from the mind of God, but it's coming out of you because you have put in the proper calibrated order your alignment for the modalities of kinetic belief. Wow. So it becomes self-evident, the unction for action, because where is it coming from? I love that. The unction for action. <laughs> that's it, it, perfect. It's coming from within. Yeah, that's great. Not without. 
Not from the teacher, not from the the how-to for dummies. It's coming from within. (laughs) Unction for action for dummies. (laughs) (laughs) You're writing this down, aren't you? (laughs) In other words, the very moment that we begin reasoning with actions, like we're talking about, well, Mm -hmm. uh, go down there and fill out the form. Well, I don't know if I want to do that or not. What if if I don't have the correct answer? You begin reasoning with that action. Mm -hmm. Any action that you take from the place of reasoning with it will be determined by the ego okay you're you're out of kinetic belief and you're back into the the ego which which means what we're defining ourselves by the thought forms that are racing through our mind by the alternative by the double-mindedness by the mental constructs of fear doubt worry the ego by cause and effect, swimming around in there. Well, if you do this, this might happen. If you do that, then this other thing might happen. But the KB is acting out of belief, which knows no failure, adhering to and relying on in present tense to possess the thing that has been imagined. And not to just produce a belief, to come up with a belief, but has the belief already blueprinted? They've been working on it in the the manifesting journal, and you know clearly where you're headed, and you're doing it with delight and gratitude. Something that's really um, feeling very powerful about the insights you're giving us today is, you know, you've. I remember it, it's been a long time, but I remember in a podcast you you talked about one time when it comes to action the detrimental effects of analysis paralysis and, you know, getting stuck on those reasonings, getting stuck on trying to decide left or right, up or down. And the way that you just described this modality, it gave, it gave this really beautiful picture of how action should be a flow action. The point is the action. You know, the point is us engaging in this modality and att- and being able to attach something to that kinetic belief. And I just, I think that's really beautiful because it takes the pressure off and it really elevates this idea to something that's, that's full of possibility. Well, if we were at a KB convention, I would tell the story because we would have a few days to, for me to finish it, but we don't have that. But I will just, the thumbnail version is, I was headed up to a, a town in West Virginia, yeah. and the, I was going up there to feed the poor. Yeah. And I had a, <laughs> it's a big town, and I had a very uh, small car with a few bags of groceries in it and at the time. And a big vision. And a very, very big vision. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to the Coliseum. Yes. And so, long story short, I'm getting in my car with a couple bags of groceries. By the time I get there, we have tractor trailers and tractor trailers and hundreds and hundreds of volunteers and tens of thousands of people lined up for streets and city blocks after city block coming into the Coliseum there being fed and clothed. The action is is part of the bigger vision. The bigger vision comes first. The how, the nuts and bolts of it work itself out when you are letting naught arrest thy steps. Nothing to stop you from the vision. And you go, as silly as it might look, you could be a, a lone soldier heading off to war to fight the battle. But if the belief is there that you're adhering to and relying on, you are doing more than your 
part in the greater picture. The universe has the other half. It's going to show up with all of the abundance, with all of the resources, with all of the success that's going to meet you in your 50% of mm. gratitude and seeing it done in this life, in the natural. And that's the KB. Wow. So as you're, as you're engaging in this action and the thought crosses your mind of how, and you're tempted to think about, well, how is this going to happen? So is that something to always release and, and, and know that, the, that that is not your 50%? That's, that is correct. That we have, there is nothing else required of us than this moment, the mm. action of this moment. Wow. And it's by putting our hands to a thing, to something. If it's going out the door and down to the bus stop, that's an action that you felt the unction to take. And so it's the correct one. Mm. If it's making a phone call, I don't care if you randomly dial digits until somebody answers the phone, at least you're doing something. Have a conversation <laughs> with them. So everybody knows somebody. We're all just, what, removed seven times from Kevin Bacon. Maybe you'll end up talking to, to Mr. Bacon before the sun goes down. Who knows who he knows? Maybe he knows the guy that is going to show up as the business partner. Well, and the, and the modality of action is a very, a very cool one, isn't it? Because, you know, the whole point of manifesting is the, the something from nothing, tethering the unseen in, into the scene. And so you almost get the sense that what you're telling us about today is it's, it's the portal. It's the, it's the reaching through um, and, and, and grabbing what you want and sort of pulling it into the now and pulling it into your life. And I just, I love the concept of, you know, you've done all of this outer manifestation work and you and you have this high frequency and not these high positive energetics and then all of a sudden bam you're attaching it to something that is tethered in this realm and that's, and that's so cool i think that's very important too because you know attaching to something you're tethered to in this realm which would be the the five kinetic belief modalities we've connected those dots because to the onlooker it'll look like you're crazy you've lost your mind what do you mean you're going up to this town in west virginia to to feed ten thousand people with two bags of food <laughs> who told you you could do who that? told you could do that but what they don't know is you are adhering to and relying on your kinetic belief you've done your work you've done the imagination you've got your desire you've worked on the gratitude you are so appreciative so grateful so excited and you've done it so much that you can see it you can taste it you can feel it it is it is as real as real can be. Mm. And that's why they see you doing the action. They think you're crazy, but you've done the modalities. And you, you are a kinetic believer where all things are possible and the universe mm. is going to meet you there every single time. There's something, I love that you opened the podcast talking about poetry because there is something incredibly poetic about understanding this and understanding how all of this works together because it's it's so not what we're used to and it's so not the the black and white version of life that most of us have right. lived and experienced what we are used to is the ego will say i will be able to open my business if i can get the loan right and the effect of the loan will cause me to open the business to open the business so the action of getting the loan produces the belief that i can have the business mm -hmm. everything is backward you see, the kinetic believer is intuitively inspired toward actions that attract the evidence of their genius of purpose manifesting into their life. The action is not important due to its sequence. It's important because it's an inspired action.
See, we were created in the image of the creator of the universe with the exact same abilities to act. However, it is vital to know that it's within the proper order of the modalities of kinetic belief that your actions are actions of faith and not just simply reasonings. As a KB, it is far more important that you act than to know what the right action is. Wow. Your desire is wisdom. Your desire is for wisdom. Say that one more time. (laughs) It's more important. I want to write that down. It's more important that you act than it is to know what the right action is. Mm. Wow. Wow. Most people are paralyzed because they don't have the egoist sensibility of knowing what to do. It's not knowing what to do. It's just knowing to do that creates the end result of your belief being manifested. So... It's far more important that you act than to know what the right action is. Your desire for wisdom is going to be evidenced by your trust that the wisdom for action will come to you if you begin acting. You will know what to do once you start putting your feet one in front of the other. The wisdom, the wisdom of the universe, the wisdom of God is revealed to you through an unction of spirit and you just know that you know and I don't know why I know. I just know that I know and I know exactly what to do and where to go and what and how how to be when I get there. Wow. Mm. If you don't know what to do, just do something. It's the doing something when you don't know what to do that manifests the wisdom to know what to do. And are you saying that the action itself is is going to create that vacuum of opportunity where something is now going to meet you in that place where there was no space for it? before it's part of it the actual vacuum for opportunity the vacuum for manifestation is created through the the alignment the calibration of all five modalities actions part of that mm-hmm. but the actual space for the manifestation is created when all five we're uh, aligned in this high vibrational place I of see. expectation then the vacuum is created it's part of the whole I action, see. action is part of it but the whole is primary mm-hmm. all of it is primary so we're working on getting this vibrational frequency at to its highest level there is a story about jesus healing a blind man and he first jesus first imagine this spit on the ground he just spit there into to the sand, and he made some mud with the saliva. And what he did then is he took the mud, and he put it on the man's eyes and then told him, go wash it in the, the pool of Siloam. It was not what the action was. I think we can all agree. Yes. That healed that blind man. It was the blind man kinetically believing that his eyes would be healed if he took action according to what he was inspired to do wow. it was not the, the 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 medicine of the action it wasn't the it wasn't anything other than him taking action in an inspired way through an unction in his spirit that i must act I must adhere to and rely on the belief that I now have. I'm stirred up in my belief because this man has come and he said that I will be able to see. So I believe it. I'm adhering to it and relying on it. So I don't know. Take an action. What should I do? Well, here, take this. Let's spit here in some sand. That's all I've got. And let's just wipe this this mud on your eyes and go wash it off and you'll be able to see. The action wow. was the con- the confirmation for the, the part of that one part of kinetic belief that manifested, created this space, the vacuum for the manifestation of the what others would call a miracle. 
is the is the action itself in in those terms you're describing is that action is it representing a, a true uh, expression in the in the physical of your belief your unseen belief is it is that what it is it's an expression it's an energetic hmm. action it takes energy to act and it's like lighting the fuse of our our uh, uh, ball of energy. It, we are vibrating. We are taking up space with this energy. And then there is a kinetic motion that is that is put into the universe mm-hmm. through an action. You, you light the wick of yourself by taking an action in full belief. And when your thoughts and your words and your actions are in alignment, desires are manifest into that space. Um, I have uh, sort of a... I don't want this to come across as a strange question. <laughs> but well, I'm, then let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, well, I, I'm finding myself wondering because I know that sometimes actions can so easily become repetitive, almost ritualistic. And mm. I'm, one, I'm finding myself wondering if, are we always seeking fresh action? Are we always seeking new action because the, the belief is new, the belief is fresh? Or can you develop a ritual action that is attached to your belief is is one more powerful than the other if you if we are deciding on actions if we are for example let's say that we have developed a one habitual pattern for action then we have used our ego to reason with because of the simplicity of it or the availability of this action or something that i practiced mm. then we have removed ourselves from uh, being available to receive an unction from wisdom oh. as to what action we should be taking. I see. So I would say, you know, I see. We definitely do not want to presuppose to know whatever an action may be, and and we are open to that um, to that leading. It's mm-hmm. not our place to mindfully reason well. with it, but to be open to the wisdom yeah. of it. I see. And we, but and because here's what's happening with each desire. That's an elevated part of being a human being. We're elevating ourselves to become something that we've not become before, to experience something new. For example, if the blind man, if he didn't look within to elevate his identity beyond that of being blind and attract an action with his, uh, for his healing, healing would have been very unlikely for him. So the one who doesn't look within to locate their genius of their purpose, to locate their heart's desire, is going to live out their life desiring what they see around them rather than taking an action by faith for manifesting what they were meant to enjoy. It's not possible to become uniquely successful by enjoying the abundance of your life essence until you have overcome identifying with sickness and worry and anxiety and doubt and fear and and thoughts of if I don't do this first, then I might fail. If I don't do this second, then and and I'm just putting out fires and all these other things. So, creative creators, human beings, cannot flourish to advance successfully while having a natural experience while remaining in a position of identifying with what negative thing may happen to them in this life. Fear of having your dreams rejected by chance, by circumstances, by a lack of education, by not having enough money, or somebody standing in the way of your dreams, the perception of all of these things 
inhibits a person from being inspired to act by faith, to be able to perceive the wisdom of the abundant life, the wisdom of knowing what to do when you don't know what to do. So choices for all of our actions, Monica, if you're still out there listening, uh, your, your choices for actions are going to remain distorted and sort of blurred. You, you haven't found the magic eye for seeing the dolphins in the, the magic eye book in relation to those eternal things that are available to you for, you know, for, and, and for all people who think that they need to know what to do before they can do anything, the choices are going to remain distorted and blurred if you are not living the life that you desire. And if you are anxious about today, if you are anxious about tomorrow, if you're anxious about being a people pleaser, about uh, fitting in, needing to be validated, needing to conform to somebody, to some other thing, then, then you are going to be outside of receiving those unctions. But I will tell you this. The good news is you can change the path that you were on by taking an action with your higher purpose held in gratitude. Do something. Go ahead and do something to begin that process of attracting wisdom for where you don't know what to do. What a profound concept that the victory and abundance that we're all working toward constantly working to manifest believing to manifest that that victory and abundance it's going it follows the kinetic believer mm-hmm. not the labeled action right versus wrong and for me that's that's a huge perspective shift that's a huge mindfulness shift approaching action from this idea of it's all victory it's all abundance it's all success mm. you know get rid of the knots in your stomach when you're in those the middle of those decision making processes because it's you like you you know i mean you're always telling us that aren't you <laughs> we are we are abundance we are health we are wealth but but this is such a, a beautiful depiction of, of that proceed in wisdom right proceed in it knowing mm. knowing who you are and knowing that you are empowered to succeed yeah. absolutely and I, and I, I love how you're yeah. telling us today that the success is assumed the victory is assumed the 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 business that's flourishing we get to proceed with the assumption of victory if you knew you could not fail you would be so Uh, you you would not hesitate to start (laughs) taking that bicycle apart and putting the chain between two wings and figuring out how to put pedals on those things (laughs) and going up to the top of the biggest sand dune you could find with your brother pushing you along and you would take off (laughs) while pedaling it furiously as fast as you could go. The boldness. believer. Boldness with an assuredness that you're going to know what to do when you don't know what to do. Monica, just create an imaginative note, if you will. Write it down, whatever it is. Put it in your journal for the sequence of actions to be revealed to you from your genius of purpose. Do that by faith. That's an action you can take and put it out there. I need to know an order that's going to be fit, uh, befitting to me as I begin moving through this process. And I'm counting on wisdom, God's mind, to overtake me. And I will tell you, don't rationalize it. Don't say, well, that makes sense. If it makes sense, it's probably not the correct action to take. What you want to do is to, by faith, take (laughs) actions. I love that. (laughs) Because if you're fearful of what you can see, then it's probably not something that you're going to do. Fear has no part in this. There's no logic in this. There's only wisdom. Because more often than not, you'll find out at the end of the day that you did something you never imagined you would do today. And you did it just in time for the thing that you didn't know was going to show up that showed up. You went down to the bus stop just in time to make that deal with somebody you'd never met before. 
Right. Because you receive the wisdom of the unction to take the action. Are these unctions for action, are they, would, would you call them divine inspiration? Is it in that category? It's inspiration that's coming from the substance of things that are hoped for. It's Wisdom has substance, just like belief does. In quantum physics, wisdom has substance in this universe, and you're attracting it. There's an attraction that's taking place that's giving you the directives for the action to take by faith, by adhering to and relying on your kinetic belief. Mm. And so you're empowered to succeed, so it's not as important what you do as it is that you do something. It may be a phone call. It may be something that you are supposed to Google. Maybe you're supposed to Google the word Google. Maybe it's a a meeting that you need to arrange. It could be a course that you should take. Maybe it's you should spit in the sand and put it on somebody's face. Whatever it is, begin begin writing in your manifesting journal yeah. from your imaginative highest perspective for your life. And then you can only do one action at a time. Remember that. Not a bunch, just, just one. One thing at a time. But start moving your feet and start doing. Once you've written down your imagination and you practice your gratitude for receiving that desire for your business, whatever you're doing, listen to your inner voice. Listen to the voice from your, your within. The unction will be clear. It will stop your thoughts. In fact, it will stop the, the noise of confusion. It will stop the reasoning. It will stop. And you'll just know that you know. And it'll be the source for, it, it will be the source of guidance for the action that you must take. Maybe you need to get up and go open the window and just breathe in some fresh air. Take the action. But do the work of your gratitude from the correct desire Have a peace. In other words, don't act because you're worried or you're fearful. Act as a bold stand upon your your heart's desire. And as you begin Mm -hmm. to incubate your desires and you hold them there and you don't end up wavering and you're not double-minded and you just know what they are, not because they feel good or bad, but you have an inspired, imagined desire, make absolutely certain that if you have the slightest hint of anxiety or worry, about your success. Understand that for you to perfect your desires, everything required is within you to perfect your desire, including the wisdom to act. It's already within you. Now you're going mining. You're a searcher and you're on your journey. You're looking for those unctions of wisdom to show up um, and so that you will know what to desire and know uh, also what not to fear. Mm. So now that we're beginning to understand action, We must also understand the action of imagination from within. Ah, you mean we can actually act without physically acting? Mm. The act of imagination. Wow. An action of writing something. Action. Think about this. Remember, every day that we awaken in the morning as a kinetic believer, we are repacking our bags for the journey that we were meant to live, that we're supposed to be living. And... Every single key to unlocking our successful lives requires a review of our manifesting journal. So, Monica, make sure that you're logging your desires as revealed to you from the the unctions that you receive from the virtue of your highest being. There is a, a story that begins to unfold when we identify with our genius of purpose. And it's the most amazing thing. And if you've not experienced this before, I'm excited for you. 
for the first time it happens. It just begins to unfold, and it's the imagination, and it begins to, to act upon our desire from within. And we've been together when this has hit both of us, just yes. like just right yeah. between the eyes. Seemingly out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, it's seemingly. But the non-physical action of the imagination actually contains a very tangible substance. So don't discount the action of the imagination as not being an action. Imagine yourself within your desires. And there is an action that the alter ego of your higher self begins to transmit. And the higher vibrational frequency of that higher desire is now attracting serendipitous encounters. It's putting out uh, the attraction energetics for money, for opportunity, for changing of circumstances. There is tremendous value in the space that you are now beginning to occupy. So we want to spend time imagining yourself by meditating daily and continually until your imaginations become habitual. And it's by investing time that you're increasing the velocity to what you're imagining to manifest. In other words, it's going to show up bigger and sooner. This is where you're creating kinetic energy toward your desired imaginations. Something's beginning to happen. And it has far-reaching implications, so far, in fact, that your efforts are beginning to reach into the universal substance of more than enough, into the greater things than you can actually imagine. It's the super that's being attracted to your natural. You are a living, breathing, like your t-shirt says today, Maggie, supernatural. (laughs) Isn't it great? Supernatural. It's a good reminder too when I see a, my reflection or I catch a glimpse of it out of, out of my periphery. I'm just sort of like, oh yeah, I am <laughs> supernatural, and kinetic it, believer. Isn't it nice? I love it. Yeah, I can't wait for these to go on sale. <laughs> it's soon. It? On soon. the other side, don't get mad at the mirror. Is it, don't get mad at the mirror if you're ugly. What does that have to do I have with no anything? Idea. <laughs> But this requires. Well, I was going to say, really, you were talking about the kinetic belief, and you know how you're, it's it's sort of piling up, and mm. it's creating this this huge stored kinetic energy. And it, you recently compared it to to an avalanche is forming, you know, before. Well, I guess the snow is forming before the avalanche, and that's the picture that popped into my mind. That through this process, we're just we're just piling up more snow and more snow and more snow. We're just creating this huge glut of of expectation, and then and then it eventually cracks. Like you're saying, it's going to be bigger and better and more than we ever even hoped for. That's a great point because an avalanche before it's an avalanche is full of potential energy. It's an avalanche that hasn't happened yet. But so maybe you're piling the snow on there. You're you're creating the (laughs) what will be the avalanche. It's going to come down. Of success. But this requires purposeful meditation, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. You have to be on purpose throwing more snow up on top of that bank. It doesn't just happen without your action. That's what the actions are doing. There it is. It's shovelfuls of more of what you're expecting to manifest. Take an action, whatever it is, and you're throwing another shovelful of potential energy up onto the side of that mountain. Mm. I love that. And I'll tell you this, success will require that you create your Articles of Faith journal. If you don't have one, get one. Go to our website, stephencanyon.com, and get one. If you don't want to go there and get one, if you can't afford one, make one. Get a napkin. Start something. But you've got to write these down. And then use your journal as a proverbial yoga mat for meditation. 
lay down on the thing and start stretching. Go through the modalities and adhere to it. Don't let a day come and go that you're not stretching. You're going to need to plan on doing this daily. It's a way of life for continuity. Remember, you're attracting something. Why do you want one day to come and go where you haven't moved that dump truck full of gold towards you 10 more feet? And how awesome that when you're journaling, yes, you are journaling every day. Yes, it is technically repeating the writing process, but you're writing something new. The action is new because you're creating new unctions. You're writing down new unctions. You're journaling mm-hmm. new things. You're you're kicking the ball down further down the road kinetically. And I just... I I think it it makes journaling just such a very, uh, just that perfect actionable uh, choice that you can attach to anything because it, it's something that you can do every day simply, but it's also completely different and fresh and new and, and can come from an unction. And every time we write down that new thing, we're expanding. Write down something new, you expand a little more. Mm. Write down something else, you expand a little more. What are you expanding? Your territory to receive more. You're becoming bigger and bigger, and bigger. And then when that thing cracks and that snowfall comes down, it's the biggest avalanche the town has ever seen. (laughs) I love it. How do you like me now? I love that analogy because that's exactly how it works, isn't it? You know, this manifestation, it's not just a slow trickle. It's not a leak that's sort of, you know, leaking like a sieve into your life. It is, you're piling it up kinetically and then it does crack and it does overtake you and, and you look around and you go, yep, this is this was me. This so is, I did this. So many people <laughs> failed to manifest because they got they became weary, tired, broken. They caved in and quit. Mm. And all it would have taken was one more shovel full to break your avalanche of abundance. And isn't that when it's the most difficult? Isn't that always the the crux, the the defining moment of our lives and the path that we're going to continue on or not? It's always right before the reward, the avalanche of reward. Is going to crack. The bigger the dream, the more shoveling. The yes, bigger the, yes. the bigger the desire, the more action, <laughs> action, action. All we, we've got so much time to act, and there's more than enough time in any lifetime to attract anything as big as you can possibly desire it in your life. But you're going to need to plan on doing this every single day for continuity to avoid those all of those pitfalls of rising and falling vibrational energetics for attracting. You stop and there's the falling. You begin and there's the rising. You mm. stop and there's the falling. What are you doing? There's like a flat line. Mm. Nothing's being accomplished because you stop and start and stop and start. And so you gain ground and we lose ground. Most people don't naturally have the strength of imagination to overcome reasonings. And that's the, that is the issue here. Because thought forms that want to make excuses to accuse them of not having what it takes will, are, are gladly showing up on the scene whenever they're invited. Right. Every yeah. human being, every creative creator has the ability to desire and imagine and to act from within. And it's the manifesting journal for your journey that's going to be absolutely essential for constructing your purposeful actions according to your genius of purpose desires. And one of my favorite things about journaling that I have reflected on and still use, I mean, I I began doing it day one when I was journaling and I still do it, is it's so 
amazing to read the day before to read yesterday's entry and then you're purposing to build upon that and that's why I I love reviewing the journal I love looking back I even like to look back I I actually pulled out a journal from like five years ago and it was just amazing this idea that we can you know we can journal and we can look back at yesterday and then we're adding to it we're adding to it we're adding to it and that's why you know when you call the journal um, a touchstone an anchor point something this this blueprint for where we've been not just where we've been but where we're going i think that's when it's most vital because it can help us map our action and map those unctions and map exactly what's what we're receiving and manifesting more and more and more every day well look we're working out from within working out from within and the imaginative interpretation of our desire is more real right now than what you can see if we act from within it's the holistic imagination of a particular thing for example that attracts the wisdom of the success and enlightenment that will project our kinetic belief energy toward creating and attracting the the uh, manifestation mm. so we holistically imagine ourselves successful but now that we have formed the desire with the proper imagination, we cast down every single negative narrative that wants to show up to have a conversation with us, to talk about it. Well, that sounds like a great idea, Megan, but let's, let's, uh, let's consider this thing. Let's just talk about this for a minute. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. Have you prayed about this? <laughs> have, you, have you gone to counseling for this idea? Have you asked 10 elders in your life? Who told you you could do this? <laughs> I've heard that before. Where do you get permission? In other words, yeah. resist the temptation to think of failure, to think of weakness, inability, to think of lack or sickness or disease. Only imagine the way that you will act today, right now. Because the construction of these imaginations requires the mind's eye. Mm. Not what you see around you, but the mind's eye. You are constructing new conceptions. Think of yourself in relation with the newly imagined way of doing things. What does it look like? What are you flying on? In. <laughs> on. What are, you, what are you driving in? What are you driving on? <laughs> what are you wearing? What are, who are you talking to? What are you doing? Because you know, I'm often asked if you must first become an expert regarding actions that align with the imaginations before acting. Hmm. And that is a misunderstanding of what it means to be an expert, actually. Experience is the architect of experts. It's not college. It's not YouTube videos. It's not anything other than the deep end of a swimming pool. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine, you know, you've learned to swim, but it's just on YouTube. <laughs> you know, I know how to swim. I watch YouTube. Right. And then you're chucked in. That is a wonderful. That's inspiration and it's great for knowledge. <laughs> but, you know, you start swinging a bat before you ever get to the plate. Yeah. And the blind man didn't need to study ophthalmology or physiology or nutrition or the anatomy before taking action. Mm, right. Actually, the less you go into the detailed study of the science of your issue, I'm telling you, the better you're going to be at taking action. Mm. The knowledge of health sciences is not perfect, which simply means the study of an imperfect science leads to imperfect imaginations. Mm. We're dealing with perfection that can only come from the wisdom in the mind of God. Details. 
that are useful along the way will come. Knowledge will show up and experience will show up and all those things are fine. But it's not the action that takes that we take that expands our territory for receiving more. It makes me think about uh, the Rosetta Stone, which is one of the coolest finds ever. Yeah. This idea that it unlocked all the hieroglyphics and all the ancient Egyptian, uh, you know, all the writings that they did. But it makes me think about kinetic belief in the, in the same way that, you know, if you become an expert at kinetic belief, it's sort of the Rosetta Stone for life. Mm. You know, it just it's yeah. it's going to unlock anything that you want to be an expert at. It's going to lo- unlock anything that you creatively want to achieve in life. Mm. And I just love that. Like, hey, let's just learn kinetic belief. Let's just focus on that, and it will open any door. It will unlock any door that we desire to go through. That's such a good point because the kinetic believer is advancing their lives to they're advancing toward perfected completion, and if if we are measuring our success by what we can see around us, we're measuring our uh, abilities to act according to imperfection, which causes imperfect functions. Mm-hmm. Wow. And we're right back to where we started. An imperfect, an imperfect function is sickness and disease. And this is true for all desires to be successful. Desire the business, desire the healing, desire the relationship from the highest altitude by seeing yourself surrounded by the successes of your imagination and you're leaving uh, adequate opportunity for the mind of God, for wisdom, for the universe, the substance of your abundance, the the substance of your advancing toward perfected completion to come in in, in ingenious, inventive ways for establishing your steps as you move forward. Leave the details of actions up to the universe to be revealed to you. Leave the functions of reality up to the substance of things hoped for. Leave all of that up to the other half, the other 50% that we're not responsible for. If your genius requires further knowledge, the substance of all wisdom, according to your genius of purpose, will attract the information for your thought forms. Whatever it may be, again, any study of imperfect economies, sciences, mechanics for the purpose of establishing your desire for your imaginations, that's going to result in imperfect manifestations. You're reasoning again. Mm-hmm. Study to gain knowledge for inspiration. Use inspiration for desiring what you will imagine. Be grateful for what you imagine having already come to pass. Put words to your belief and act as the vision comes into view in whatever way that you should act. Whatever you're wanting to change in your life, don't dwell on the problems of your current condition as it is, but rather imagine successful wisdom coming into your consciousness. Remember, when any idea or suggestion, either from identifying with past experiences or from friends or family, strangers, news, governments, whatever it is, that is a negative idea, don't allow it in by considering it, by reasoning with it, arguing with it. Don't allow the contradiction to find a place to set up camp within your mind. You are a creative creator with an ability to imagine anything and to attract the wisdom for concocting a corresponding action, something to do about it. Nothing you can imagine is impossible. All things are possible for those who have an ability to imagine. Can you imagine? If you believe you can, then you can effectively attract and manifest whatever you imagine. The power of creation is within you, and it is more than sufficient to override any kind of a perception of 
hereditary imperfections, lack of opportunity, or fears of inadequacy. But the secret is to determine to develop the skills for controlling your thoughts so that you will only imagine every function of life in a perfected way by unbecoming every negative influence, unbecoming every label of inadequacy, every thought of condemnation, every judgment that says you are not able or you are not capable. And then stir yourself up from the very moment to, to the next moment for, from your eternal desire for advancing life, and you will most certainly succeed. Yesterday, I, uh, or the other day, I explained the power of kinetic belief and how it works. We really got into some of the science of it. Yes. And the essence of what makes a kinetic believer different from uh, a variable belief beliefs that are changing. Yes, and right. in fact, if you missed the, the podcast, I really do recommend that you go back and listen to it when you have an opportunity. Because kinetic belief, it completes the, the, uh, uh, the modalities, the, the, the keys to unlocking your unlimited success. Do you remember, let's really get technical here, and then we're going to close out the podcast. Okay. For those of you that, that uh, maybe heard that podcast and you're ready to move on and graduate to the next level, do you remember when Gilligan from Gilligan's Island <laughs> made some wings out of feathers? <laughs> We're about to go deep. <laughs> Gilligan. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> yes, I do, actually. I do love And he that started episode. to fly, and he's flying up over the, the hut, and Skipper's, <laughs> and, and, and Skipper came out, and Gilligan said, Skipper, I'm flying. And he was. And he was flying. And the Skipper said, you can't fly. And, he said, and Gilligan said, I can't. <laughs> and he fell through the roof yes. of the hut. Such is life. Now we understand. Kinetic belief. It's actually a ridiculously good analogy <laughs> of how it works. Sorry. But you know what? Seriously, not understanding the different types of belief will result in one not getting results and just falling through the, the roof of the hut. The roof of life. <laughs> but kinetic belief is the power to be able to soar for the creative creator to uh, persist with their authority and their dominion this, th with the very thing that every human being was created with. This is the most exciting discovery that we now know how to do these things, how to fly, how to be abundantly successful and healthy and wealthy and wise. What's so cool and exciting about all what you were just saying is too is, is, is how, you know, this is us unbecoming. This is what we were meant for. This is what we were made for. Our, our true function, the functionality of our bodies, our minds, our, our spirit, our, our higher self. This was the, this is the original purpose for that, which, which is so cool. Just this idea that we're finally, you know, we were meant to fly. <laughs> and we finally get to. But there's a, there, is one, there is one requirement, and that is that you be willing. Mm. That's it. Wow. Willingness. Willingness. You have to be willing to persist and to be dogmatic and to be stubborn in yourself. And to be called weird. And to be called <laughs> a little strange. Yes. 
Willing or not, I'm, that's what they call me. It's, it's almost like a badge, you know, like you get in the scouts. Isn't that it? <laughs> I need my weird badge. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, but here, seriously, you know, kinetic belief provides the quantum substance and the energy to the substance of your desire. And it is very scientific. It is a quantum physics, particle physics. It is faith. It is religion. It is all of the, 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 the wonderful thought uh, uh, processes and philosophies that the the world has ever garnered together, and this is the wisdom of it all. And it because it's it's the action of our beliefs that enables your imaginations to begin relating with your desires, and it manifests, it manifests, and it manifests. There's no end to the amount of manifesting that can occur and does occur to those who believe. Get out your journal. Notice that you've located your genius of purpose and establish a desire, and then look for and seek and ask for and fully expect in the present tense of gratitude to receive the wisdom for your actions. And from there, right there at that place, create the thought forms to holistically immerse yourself into and create the convictions with formal declarations and do this work. Is it worth it? Absolutely. It is the most tremendous rush any human being can ever experience. Stir yourself up, get excited about it, and refuse to quit. Never doubt, fearlessly relating yourself and your thoughts to that of your chosen kinetic beliefs. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, All I have seen teaches me to trust the Creator for all I have not seen. Isn't that beautiful? That's the poetic version of 50%. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's those actions for attracting that, that we talk about here every day. I mean, we can do this for hours. In fact, we'll continue once the podcast is over. <laughs> we really will. We can't help ourselves. there's nothing more powerful. <laughs> We've seen it work again yes. and again in our lives and the lives of so many other people. Keep listening, folks, to these podcasts because I'm going to tell you something. All of us together, you KBs and Maggie and myself, all of us, we are right here today, right now, at the beginning of something new. Let's work on some highest viewpoints. Yes. Yeah, Just I'm say, ready. say this there is no question. There is no question. There is no doubt. There is no doubt. There is no fear. There is no fear. There is no other way. There is no other way. But to believe in myself. But to believe in myself. With the utmost. With the utmost. Most powerful. Most powerful. Form. Form. Of unconditional love. Mm, of unconditional love. I have an unshakable. I have an unshakable. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Unchanging. Unchanging. High level. High level. Of self belief. Of self belief. Right now, right now, in this moment, in this moment, I am more powerful. Mm, I am more powerful and more capable and more capable than at any other time in my entire life. <laughs> than at any other time in my entire life, <laughs> because it's true. It's true. I have transformed. I have transformed into someone who can achieve anything. Into someone who can achieve anything. And everybody. And everybody. I will now attract. I will now attract whatever I set my mind to. Whatever I set my mind to. Everybody. Everybody. You better stand back. <laughs> You better stand back. And you better watch out. And you better watch out. Because I have crazy confidence. Because I have crazy confidence. In my weird little self. In my weird little self. And right now. Right now. Before my eyes. Before my eyes. And everybody else that cares to watch. <laughs> anybody else that's watching. <laughs> I've transformed myself. Mm, I have transformed myself. Into a highly successful person. Into a highly successful person. Others are noticing. Others are noticing. My confident little self. My confident little self. And they don't know what to do. They don't even know what to do. They don't know what to think. They don't know what to think. Because I've disciplined my belief. Because I have disciplined my belief. To attract my best life. To attract my best life.
best life. So guess what? Guess what? I will never hurry. <laughs> I will never hurry. Or worry or again. Or worry again. Yes, Stephen. Yes, yes, yes. Powerful actions. You weren't kidding. Powerful actions to raise our vibration. If you do want to check out the journal that we did talk about quite a bit today, you can do that at stephencanyon.com. And Monica, thank you for the question. And yeah, I know you're thinking you. right now, wow, there's something I need to do. And my advice, go do it. Yes. Get up right now and go and do that thing. <laughs> I'm about to run out of my chair right now. <laughs> Sending out much love and yeah. light to all the KB creatives all around the world. Yes, and thanks as usual, Stephen, for all the wisdom. Bye.